Eat Drink DFW from the Dallas Morning News is made possible by Central Market. Hey, North Texas food fans. Welcome to Eat Drink DFW from the Dallas Morning News. Each week we dish on the local restaurant scene, food and drink trends, cooking and shopping tips, and unpack everything that makes North Texas one of the most vibrant, diverse, and ambitious food scenes in the country. I'm your host, food editor Aaron Bookie, and this week we are back with more food news, from a new tequila and Sotol distillery coming to Fort Worth to why we think breakfast is back. We'll also share the best things we ate and drank this summer. Will mustard Skittles be one of them? It all gets started right after this. Central Market is really into food. Like fish flown in so fresh it still has jet lag into food. Our sourdough starter has been around since grunge was a thing into food. We're talking more prime cuts than a greatest hits album into food. Central Market is really into food. If you are too, then we're the HQ for you. Whether you're a make every recipe in the cookbook foodie or a my favorite recipe is reheat type who just digs the delectable, no place makes every day more delicious like Central Market. Really into food. Shop now at centralmarket.com. Welcome back, everyone. Be sure to go to dallasnews.com slash food for information on our show and lots of food and drink stories. And you can always share your thoughts with us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. Also, if you're a fan of the Eat Drink DFW podcast, please do us a huge favor and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Later on in this episode, we'll be sharing the best things we ate this summer. But first, we're catching up on the restaurant news and trends with reporters Sarah Blaskovich and Imelda Garcia. Claire Baller is working on a big project for a couple of months, but she will return to us when she is finished. Erin, I also want to add that we're going to try the mustard-flavored Skittles. Oh, my God. Which are real. They're in my hands. I'm wearing a fanny pack that they sent, and they sent us two tiny trial-sized. Like We probably only have a dozen of these things. <laughs> so savor the flavor. <laughs> Listeners, stick around. It's about to get serious later. I can't wait. I'm kind of scared, but you're, you're going to hate it. <laughs> I think I think I might. I predict they're good. Oh, I predict they're going to be a perfect combination of sweet and salty and sour. Yeah, I think isn't tangy the word from mm. the snack food companies, and I believe they will be tangy. That's true. But That's I am also true. somebody who will try something twice. So there's like water cups over there. If anybody you know needs water and needs to spit, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to have one. I might need a spit cup. Are there ketchup skittles? <laughs> That's such a good question, Imelda. I don't think so. Someone call Heinz. I think I would prefer ketchup Skittles. Let's just stop the madness. Okay, sorry. Let's let's try the mustard. Then we'll decide about ketchup because that sounds horrible to me. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay, so Sarah, what is going on in the food world? One of my favorite stories recently was about La Pulga, which is a company selling Sotol at some point. They're selling tequila right now, but because of tequila laws, the tequila is made in Mexico. They have a plan to open a Sotol distillery in Fort Worth so that they can make Sotol, which is a totally different spirit, stateside. And then also sell their tequila that they have made near Jalisco in Mexico. And to put together this story, I did a fair amount of research on what Sotol is and who can make it. And there's quite a bit of controversy. Sotol is a Mexican made spirit. Mm -hmm. It comes from the desert spoon plant and that proliferates in Mexico. But it also is in abundance in West Texas, New Mexico and Arizona. So the thought is that wherever you get that plant, Mexico or the U.S., you can distill it here. Even though, you know, people have thoughts about whether you should do that. Now, of the founders of La Pulga in Fort Worth, two of the three are Mexican-American mm -hmm. and their distiller is Mexican-American. And so if you ask them, they say, well, we're taking something that came from our ancestors and we're doing it our own way here in Fort Worth. And I think the big fight here is for the name, right? Because Sotol is like a denomination of origin from Mexico. They are fighting for that. But if you think like this is Texas Sotol, I mean, 
It's nature. I mean, the planet's everywhere. And so how is Sotol different than tequila? Great question. So tequila, mezcal, and Sotol are often talked about together, but tequila and mezcal are made from the same plant. Sotol is made, like I said, from the desert spoon plant, but depending on how it's made, either in traditional methods or in modern methods, it can taste a little more like tequila or a little more like mezcal. So you get that agave flavor, but then also maybe some smokiness, some earthiness. And I asked the female distiller who's going to be making Sotol in Fort Worth, I said, what do you like better? You know, tequila, mezcal, and Sotol, which is kind of a dumb question for somebody who does this. This is like asking one of us, like, what's your favorite restaurant? But she said she likes it all and she believes they're all quite different. So they haven't made Sotol yet. We haven't tried it yet. It'll be a couple of years, I think, by the time they build the distillery, make the spirit, and then can sell it. But eventually they want tours and tastings, education about Sotol. Even like they said, they want themed parties at the distillery. So they want a bachata night or something like that. I think that sounds neat. Yeah, there's cool stuff going on in Fort Worth. And so right now they're selling their brand, but it's all produced and distilled in Mexico right now. That's correct. They're only selling three tequilas. And by definition, tequila has to be made in Mexico. And of course they are following that rule. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried two of the three tequilas and I like them very much. And you can find them all in DFW, even though they were distilled in Mexico. Well, I can't wait until they open up here and like check it out. Amelda, you had a very interesting story last week about Whataburger. So some Reddit users were saying that Whataburger has lost its quality. The post was very simple. Anyone notice how absolutely trash Whataburger has become? Oh my God, that is, I mean, you're in Texas, man. But Reddit went crazy. More than a thousand people comment on this post. Let me read you some comments. I know they were sold out, but this should be a crime or something. Screw Chicago. But let me tell you why Screw Chicago. Because Whataburger was sold to BDT Capital Partners in 2019, a Chicago-based firm, so people are mad. Another comment. Yep, the flavor is just not there anymore. Whataburger was never worth the hype. Well, pause oh. there for a second. Yeah. So they say it's always been bad. That person. <laughs> Wait for it. Another comment. Brahms has always been superior. You can do better, baby. Brahms? Y- yeah. <laughs> Another comment. Whataburger is not longer a Texas institution since they were sold to an Illinois corporation and got rid of the jalapeno cheddar biscuit. I rarely visit now. I love that person was like, I want to have beef, but then I also want to call out specifically that they just took away my favorite thing and that's probably what makes it trash. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then another one. I only go there for their ketchup. (laughs) Everything else sucks. Oh my God. Reddit went crazy on Whataburger. Well, you can get the ketchup at the grocery store now, so that sweet person doesn't even need to go to Whataburger. I mean, I think the breakfast tacos are still super popular for that late night crowd, early morning crowd. That's me. Yeah, is that that's Sarah? The breakfast taquitos are perfect. Our producer, Julie, has a big thought. Yeah, about 30% of the time when I go, my order is completely screwed up or it takes forever. One time in particular, I was with my whole family on a road trip and we pulled over to a Whataburger in West Texas. There was about 50 people in there waiting for their food. Oh, no. I have no idea what had happened, but the kitchen had imploded. (laughs) The guy taking (laughs) our orders was clearly not familiar with the process. Yet he talked to 50 people about that process prior to you, at least. He actually didn't, because what he did is he handed me a sheet of paper to write our order down on, and he gave me a yellow highlighter to write it with. Okay. (laughs) We waited for our order about- He just needed a pen. (laughs) About 20 minutes. And then I realized this is never going to happen, and we got our money back and had to leave. I'm with that Reddit poster. 
I don't think it's as great as everybody says. And you know what? A lot of people are saying like, hey, I have called corporate and say you have to get better than this. But corporate has an answer to this. So please, people, if you don't want to lose our money, you have to get better, man. That's that's such a good point, Imelda. Like, I feel like there needs to be a campaign to like, please make Whataburger better. Because all of the comments on the Reddit post and then also on our Facebook accounts, I don't think I saw anyone defending Whataburger. I love that we want corporate to respond. And I'm just trying to think what they would do. You know, like they're going to come out and their campaign is like, we don't really suck. Or... <laughs> We've gotten a little better, question mark? <laughs> you know, like, what, what is the tagline yeah. to come back from this? I feel like they've put more money into their marketing and, like, gear than maybe they have into their restaurants. Do you food. remember, we've written news stories about, like, they'd remake someone's dorm room all yeah. in Whataburger stuff. Yeah. Maybe we should just cook a good burger. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's in 14 states, and they are going to Las Vegas now. I mean, this is a representation of Texas. We need a good burger for that. I agree. And speaking of fast food and quality going down, I also wrote a little short piece about Taco Bell being sued for lack of filling in its crunch wraps and Mexican pizza. There's a customer in New York who basically is suing them for false advertising because all of their ads show this huge amount of filling in the tacos and crunch wraps. I actually looked up the lawsuit and he includes the photos of the ad and then the photo of what he received. <laughs> I didn't know we can do that. Like a front seat car photo of your yes. drive through food has to be the saddest food photo that's ever been taken. There's a bunch of them in this lawsuit and it's absolutely hilarious. What do you guys think? Do you guys go to Taco Bell? Strong yes. Oh, okay. My favorite fast food place, no question. Do you get the crunch wrap or Mexican pizza or what do you get there? No, there are a couple little things I get. It is always when I'm super hangry and I'm like, ooh, I need food fast. And then a bean burrito with no onions is perfect. Also, sometimes 99 cents up to like $1.50. Mm -hmm. So a steal tastes real good, fast, done. That's Taco Bell to me. So I'm not, I can't get mad at them. They work in a pinch. If it's 99 cents or a dollar, are we expecting like a massive amount of filling? Yeah, I was just going to say also my standards for what I need Taco Bell to be, which is just simply a bean burrito shop. You know, they're, they're killing it on that. However, they always load up on the bean burrito. There's plenty of bean in there. I know. But when you get the tacos with the meat in them, Mm. you're right. It doesn't look like the ads. Right. Also, the chicken quesadilla is awesome. Yeah, that like creamy chipotle something in there. That is good stuff. What about you, Imelda? Do you go to Taco Bell? Do you have thoughts? (laughs) She's like, you guys are the worst. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what? When I eat a tostada, I go to Taco Bell. Oh, okay. Yeah, because crunchy tacos for us are tostadas. Right. But this thing about suing a business for the feelings and for being different from the advertising photos, it's like, we can sue everyone, you know? Apparently It's like, you can do that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Think about pizza commercials, how beautiful the pizzas are. And then when yeah. they show up at your house, it looks like it got run over by a car <laughs> or something. <laughs> well, and that cheese pull with the pizza, that never happens. Like that's like glue or something that they use. Oh yeah. Being in the food world and learning about food presentation and food styling, like there are so many tricks that make it look appetizing that it's never going to look like what you actually get at the restaurant. It's like your photo in Instagram and in Facebook and you in person. Yes. Oh God, you are <laughs> yes. different. It's exactly like that. Yeah. But like, I just think with both the Whataburger and the Taco Bell thing, these are kind of high standards. And I would like to say that we need to hold our food companies to high standards. I agree. But we're talking about fast food drive through places that, Mm -hmm. you know, now there's hundreds of them, if not thousands of them across the globe. Like when I go to either of those places, I'm not expecting the world. 
Okay, we talked about bagels a little bit last week. And this week we got news of a Houston kolache shop coming to North Texas. And it made me start thinking about breakfast. And I'm not talking about boozy Dallas brunches, just like actual breakfast, because we're seeing more bagel shops, these kolache shops. Also, we're seeing a lot of those breakfasty chains that, you know, there's always some sort of egg pun in them, like exquisite, whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> And there's a toasted yolk and the first watch cafe by my house is constantly packed. So I kind of feel like breakfast is back. Here's my thing about paying for breakfast, though. Breakfast is probably the cheapest meal that you can make at home. True. Between bread, eggs, flour, if you want to make pancakes. When I eat breakfast out, I mean, I'm paying $20 for something that I could make at home for a buck or two. So I really kind of don't do it because I can't enjoy myself because I'm thinking I could make this potentially better for way cheaper unless there's a Bloody Mary. <laughs> that changes everything. Yeah, that's that's a really good point about breakfast, especially like a breakfast taco, something with scrambled eggs, bacon on a tortilla. Like that's really easy to make. I get really good bagels at Central Market with cream cheese and I have that at home. But I guess kolaches. I, I'm definitely not going to make a kolache. No, you're right. We had a really good breakfast in Shreveport over the weekend. I don't know how hot people are in Shreveport, maybe not so much, but I love that silly little town. The food is good. The casinos are fun. It's a little under three hours away from Dallas. And we stopped at this little coffee shop called Drip with two peas and had a boudin kolache with like hot sauce in it. And it had everything bagel spice on the outside. And then a sausage and cheese sourdough kolache, like a hot dog with a hug. Whoa. When we go places, we are breakfast people because we're coffee people and Mm -hmm. really good coffee shops have tacos, have sourdough kolaches. Like Fount in Uptown Dallas makes delicious breakfast dishes, like these open-faced toasts. Yeah. So I'm with you on breakfast because I get in there with coffee. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I'll stay for that interesting breakfast thing that you have that I'm not making. Exactly. And I think a lot of the places are getting really creative, too. I think that's where a lot of the creativity is right now is in breakfast. So is it time to eat Skittles? Yes. Oh, God. Coming up next, we'll talk about the best things we ate this summer while we snack on some mustard Skittles. That's right after this. Central Market is really into food. Like, when we say cheese, it's in 12 languages into food. Butchers, bakers, and sushi roll makers into food. We're talking so obsessive about quality you can shop blindfolded into food. Central Market is really into food. If you are too, then let us turn your shopping list into a treasure map. Get inspired, get adventurous, or just get a chef-made dinner when you've got more taste buds than time. No place makes every meal more amazing like Central Market. Really into food. Shop now at centralmarket.com. Welcome back, everyone. Summer has flown by and I'm ready for pumpkin spice lattes. No, just kidding. No. Um, (laughs) But before we jump the gun on that, we're going to talk (laughs) about the best things we ate and drank this season. That's such a surprise. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They do come out. Starbucks comes out with their pumpkin spice lattes at the end of August. People in my neighborhood are putting up uh, Halloween decorations. We are growing pumpkins in our front yard, not on purpose. Squirrels dropped pumpkin seeds, and now we have like the largest residential pumpkin patch in the front of our house that anybody's ever seen. I love that so much. Actually, this weekend I was thinking if if I'm allowed to put my Christmas tree (laughs) by now. I think it's time, you know? You can do whatever you want, Imelda. Yeah, yeah. It's your house. (laughs) Um, Okay, but first, Sarah has something for us to try. I do. So this is what Frenches says. For the fifth annual National Mustard Day, we partnered with Skittles, 
who thinks I should partner with Skittles if they're mustard? Anyway, the internet was saying, oh my gosh, mustard Skittles exist. And I was like, oh, I want to sign up for that. And you can sign up to win them. And then I sent an email and said, hi, I still would like to win these, but also I work for the newspaper and eat food. Can you send them to us anyway, instead of like this lottery situation? And they sent us exactly two trial size packets. (laughs) Unclear if it's because like the inventory is low or if they didn't know that four people will be tasting, but you know, you got to ration these. If you're not sure how you feel about it, you may not get more. Yeah. And so are these not available like where people can buy them in stores? They can only apply for them. I do not think they are widely available. So they think people want to win these. They do think that. Okay. I want you to see this picture. I mean, it's a hot dog instead of mustard. It has the Skittles on it. Oh my God. Like little yellow sprinkles on the top of the hot dog. Oh wow. Imelda, you're right. That's bananas. (laughs) Yes. That's, (laughs) this is a, that's bizarro world. Oh God. And this is where Aaron says, well, if they had ketchup flavored. Oh yes. Skittles. Yeah. You could put those on top too. Ketchup I might be into. I don't know about this mustard. Okay. Let's work from this packet first. Okay. Because we have so few. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Here, take, take three. In Mexico, we say poquito que es bendito. It's like just a little because it's like a blessing. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. Take two more because I don't know. One more. One more, Erin. Okay. All right. And then one by one, I believe there should be bites. Imelda, you're wearing the mustard shirt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Look at this. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's like you did it on purpose. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it's tangy. It's mustardy. I think your eyes are yeah. watering. I'm about to cry. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it tastes like mustard, but but not at the same time. Okay. All right. I'm going to try it now. Oh, God. (laughs) The water is for Erin. You're not going to finish it? She just spit it out, you guys. (laughs) That is absolutely disgusting. (laughs) Do you like yellow mustard? I don't. Okay. Okay. But it is weird because it tastes like mustard, but it is also sweet. I don't know. You go for it, Sarah. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's kind of puckery. <laughs> You're crying too. You know, I wouldn't eat those again. <laughs> yeah, but me neither. I like the ingenuity. Yeah. I like to live in a world where Skittles could be mustard flavor. That's wacky and fun. And I'm into that. Yeah. I appreciate gimmicky food and ideas, but sometimes I'm just like, why? Oh, it's real tangy at the end. Mm. Oh, there's like, like a horseradish. Zing. Mm, yeah. Okay. Julie's <laughs> trying them. Ooh. It's kind of interesting, right? You know, I wouldn't buy it. It's not what I want out of a Skittle, but I'm not spitting it out. Yeah. What's wrong with you? That was nasty. I don't know. Really? You think it's nasty? Do you though like Skittles? I do. I love Skittles. Oh, you do? Okay, good. I'm very disappointed in Skittles right now. I think Skittles are such a good candy. I know. They're, They're like- so childlike. Yeah. They've always been my favorite. I, mm. I feel I feel betrayed. It's interesting that it kicks you at the middle. I mm-hmm. mean, not right at the beginning, but at the middle, you, you feel like this punch of flavor. It's- Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, it's that pickle. It's weird. But it's also sweet. It reminds me a lot of the road snacks that Imelda brought for us, the Mexican treats that were sweet and salty and spicy all at the same time. But those were awesome. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, don't bring me into this. (laughs) Good point. Well, I think that was a great time. I'm sorry. I don't think Aaron did. I'm definitely becoming the old man on the lawn of this. (laughs) (laughs) Every podcast needs one. Well, clearly you must have eaten something this summer that you appreciated though, right? Yes. So this summer I've really been on a tinned fish kick. Oh, look at you. 
God, yes. you're mad about Skittles and I you're know. going into tin fish? I know, and I'm eating like sardines and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> wow. I'm weird. Wow. Such a good foodie. But yes, I am very into tin fish. And I know tin fish has had a little bit of a, a renaissance, I think also because of how cute the packaging is. There are whole Instagram accounts dedicated to cute tinned fish packaging, and I'm super into it. But I discovered this brand called Fishwife, which is out of the Pacific Northwest. That's and a funny name. It's like an old fashioned term for like a woman fisherman. Just like, like the fishmongus? Yes. A lady who fishes. Probably not a word. So anyway, you can find Fishwife at Central Market. I also found it at La Bodega in Oak Cliff and they have just so many creative flavors and they partner with a lot of businesses like they partnered with Fly by Jean for their smoked salmon so it has like the spicy chili crisp Yum. mixed into the smoked salmon. We live off of the smoked chili crisp from Asian Mint. Yes. That drama queen oh, brand. Oh yes the garlic. Oh, but they have smoked salmon they have trout. And what do you do with your smoked fish? So a lot of times I will just eat it straight out of the can. Really? <laughs> and you didn't like <laughs> shaking her head. I know. I'm Um, sorry. I just, I I smell it. I smell it already. Yeah. Um, So I will eat it straight out of the can with crackers, some pickles, even some cream cheese. Yeah, sure. I've also been making some tuna and rice bowls. So I mix the tuna with like a little bit of sriracha mayo and then sprinkle it with like soy sauce and scallions and sesame seeds and over rice. It is so good. That sounds amazing. Huge bowl of comfort food. It's so easy to make. And And when I go to the Fishwife brand, I can find all sorts of fun flavors. So this stuff is available online? Um, Yes. And also at Central Market and La Bodega. Sarah, what have you eaten this summer that you loved? I'm always jazzed about a chocolate chip cookie, but we've had some chocolate chip cookie experiences this summer. Mm. The best chocolate chip cookie in town, I believe, is at Cafe Duro on Greenville Avenue next to Sister. Little bitty coffee shop turns into a wine bar at night, owned by the same people that run Mr. Charles, which we said last week was the hottest restaurant in town right now. Their chocolate chip cookie is large in size, like almost as big as your outstretched hand. Big pieces of chocolate, like shreds of chocolate in it. It's quite soft on the inside, which is my chocolate chip cookie preference. And it is very salty. So what has happened is we will go for coffee. We walk there on the weekends. My family does. We get coffee and the kids are allowed to get a treat, even if it's breakfast time. And then I will eat most of their cookie. (laughs) And then they will need to go back and get some other kind of treat because they have lots of delicious things. Their brownies are good too. But that chocolate chip cookie I dream of, the only other chocolate chip cookie that comes even close is one that my seven-year-old made at a cooking class last week. She went two hours a day to bake at Sur La Table. They have kids cooking camps. And every day they cooked about two dishes. And the first day she came home with several chocolate chip cookies with quite a bit of sea salt on top too. And I think they're close to the Cafe Duro cookie. And at the end of this baking camp, they came home with 10 recipes. So we now have the chocolate chip cookie recipe from Sir Latab. I'm talking this cookie was perfect. Wow. And I believe that is going to be like her house dish. Oh, go Haley. Yeah, she's exciting. She's a good little baker and she really likes it. And, you know, a kid at seven years old can measure and I mean, pretty much everything but the oven. She can do all by herself. Yeah. She learned from a real chef. (laughs) The chef would say young chefs and they were instructed to say, yes, chef. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) And I can just picture a room full of seven to 12 year olds yelling, yes, chef at this nice lady at the front. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it's cute. I'm going to need to get that recipe or at least have Haley make them for us. You know, that's, try that's the deal is Haley is going to make us some soon and I'll bring them in. Imelda, what did you eat this summer that you loved? Well, for the first time I tried Cuban food. 
So okay. that was really good because I tried this beef tail in tomato. It was like, what? And it was really good, you know? And I tried this yuca prepared like with salt, but I love it. I was in Miami in a lot of good places there. I don't know if here we have Cuban restaurants. Uh, yes, Havana Cafe in East Dallas. That's kind of been my go-to for Cuban food. I've enjoyed Bella Flan mm. in Richardson where you can get a lot of the dishes you're talking about, Imelda, and they also have some really cool desserts. We'll have to go. <laughs> or we can just all go to Miami. Yeah, yeah, that's even <laughs> Is that on the table? That's a team team trip. Okay, Julie, what about you? So all of mine comes from our beach trip just a couple weeks ago. Every day when we go down to the beach, my husband and I will make some sandwiches and wrap them up and we'll eat sandwiches on the beach, just like ham and cheese or turkey and cheese. And I don't know why, but after you've been playing in the water for a couple hours and you have that with a beer on the beach, it is the most amazing sandwich you'll ever have, as long as you don't get sand on it. So (laughs) that's just like, that'll always be just a wonderful beach trip memory for me. But there's also a little market there in Seaside called the uh, Modica Market. And they sell tons of fresh cake, beautiful cakes. And they make this orange sickle cake. And it's just this wonderful, fresh orange flavor with orange icing. And it's so enormous. They charge you $12 for a slice. But we literally ate that one slice for people for three days. It was so wonderful. That was my favorite thing this summer, the orange sickle cake. If anybody has a recipe for that. Oh my goodness, I need that. That sounds so refreshing when it's hot. They had tons of beautiful cakes there too. Every single piece that we had was super fresh. And I was trying to think, is there a place in town where you can go and get really fresh slices of cake like that? Yes. You can go to Cake Bar in West Dallas in Trinity Groves. And a cool thing about Cake Bar, I feel like a lot of cake shops, they'll make you a cake, sure, especially if you plan in advance. But Cake Bar sells slices of cake. If it's still there, they had a cake vending machine outside where you could just scan your card and get your slice. Oh, that's great. I mean, God bless technology. I might run by there on my way home just to see if that's still there. They have a bunch of really wonderful flavors and it is just reliable, good cake. It's like a couple of layers with the good frosting on the outside. Yeah. Just like you're talking about. I love that you can get cake like to go and just like eat in your car. Like I'm just going to eat this big slice of cake in my car. (laughs) I know you got to love, they're probably like, do you need a fork? And you're like, yes, because I'm not taking it home. We're not making it to my kitchen yet. Yeah. If you've eaten something this summer that you loved, please tell us at eatdrinkatdallasnews.com. And we're looking for things from local restaurants, even recipes that you made at home. We want to try it all. Yeah, especially if you have that orange sickle cake recipe. I want it. And that's all the time we have for Eat Drink DFW this week. Thank you all for joining and I hope we've made you hungry for more. We also want to hear from you. So share your food thoughts, favorite restaurants, or tasty recipes with us at eatdrinkatdallasnews.com. The show is produced by Julie Fisk. To stay up to date on every episode of this show and hear more from our newsroom, just follow the Dallas Morning News wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please rate the show and give us a good review. Find links to everything we do at dallasnews.com slash listen. You'll also find a special membership offer there just for listeners. For the news, I'm Aaron Bookie. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Eat, Drink, DFW from the Dallas Morning News is made possible by Central Market. <laughs>